arch enemies. The four of you that were here last time not only have Anon and this stranger now appeared, but Kilvarax, who was with you, is no longer with you. He walked through the doorway just as you did, but he is no longer with you. He has been replaced somehow by these two other characters. It's like being on the ocean at low tide, right? It has that sort of smell of, of corrupted salt air and that sort of thing. The smell is amazing, up, even up here. There are puddles of, of fetid water. You also see like small snakes like slithering through through the water and the mud from down below. So as you step down the bottom of the stairs there, again, one of these large passes of swamp grass is off to the side with the, with these butterflies that are silver with black wings, and then these larger moth-type creatures with dark purples and black. You find it very unusual that moths and butterflies are in the same area, seemingly doing the same thing, and Kess in particular, because of the success that you had on your check, as you really look at it, that kind of strange thought occurs to you, wait a minute, why are there both butterflies and moths in the same area? you notice that they are they are actually fighting with one another that they are definitely antagonistic to each other it's in it is in common and it says it has two arrows on it and an arrow point ahead says telemy hill t e l e m y telemy hill and then a an arrow off to the right like the northeast of the sign says murky lake do not go the entirety of the environment is filled with this gushing sound as the water level in the swamp that you're at begins falling and so you find yourself that no longer the water is no longer to mid-level it's no longer up to your knee but now it's you're just walking on that kind of uh sludgy gross muck level that's at the bottom of the swamp here with the exception of in front of you a beautifully clear wonderfully crystalline shimmering stream about five feet wide carving its way through the mud in front of you does anyone wish to take a closer look I wish to cast See Invisibility. Fabulous. Uh, is there... That just allows you to see invisible things, right? <clears throat> For the duration, which is one hour, invisible creatures and objects appear as if they were visible, and I can see into the ethereal plane. Cool. All right, in... So you don't notice any invisible creatures, but I'm going to need you to make me a wisdom save. 16. Cool. That the stream that you're now looking at, this beautifully clear, crystalline, shimmering stream that kind of runs through all of this muck right now, is... You're definitely seeing it here in the realm that you're in, but it originates from another realm, and you can tell that it is the embodiment of past, present, and future as a concept running through. That is not what this one was expecting. What wasn't? This stream has extra planar origins and travels through time? Jesus like kind of perks up, like time? I'm talking about time? 
<clears throat> but continue. Tess looks down at it and says, "Do, do we really want to step in that? I ain't stepping in that." Is the water in the swamp? Has it like the entire swamp? has lowered or just like around us if we looked back to like through what we've been walking through it's all lowered if you think about the entirety of the swamp right the it's a cast you're exactly right it's as if the tide has now gone out and the water level in the swamp itself sunk 18 inches or two feet or so so that now you're just kind of walking through the muck that is the swamp as opposed to the watery muck that was the swamp the exception is that now in front of you, there is this 10-foot-wide stream that kind of originates, as far as what you can tell, unless you're candy, looking at it from ethereal, you can looks like it originates off in the fog and then winds its way off to the east, and it cuts a path in front of you, but, that the, but materially in the swamp itself, the water level has sunk. Does that kind of clarify? So two questions now. Go ahead, Allery. One, did it before, the way that you described it before, it sounded like it went somewhat quickly. Is that? It did, exactly. You heard like a gigantic sucking sound. So somebody pulled the drain in the tub, basically. And the water level, that's a, that um, is And then my second question, you said five feet for the stream. And now you said 10. So I just want to nail that down. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Five, that's yep. good. Five feet. No. Yep, five feet wide. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I'd written down 10 feet in the paper, and so I didn't realize I said 5 feet. So <laughs> 5 to 10 feet different. in that neighborhood there. With the water yeah. gone, Steve's is going to go ahead and jump down. Okay. And just into the muck themselves and look yep. up it and on. It's, appreciate it, man. Thank you. <clears throat> Kess is not. Kess does not like the small mud. <laughs> LRI does not. And the trail that we've been walking, because you said it was more shall I say, packed, so more steady than actual mud and muck. I mean, it's muddy, but it's not like now what the swamp is, because yeah. that swamp is going to be like a quicksand muck. Yeah, it's still, like, the, the path is still recognizable and still travel, but yeah, it's like everything around you is, it's like, again, like it's like you sucked the water out of a swamp. And, and now so like, does the it's, path yeah, continue so. past this silver stream? Okay. Yes. And just looking up and down, I don't see any, like, crossing point, like, natural or otherwise. Not a small little bridge, not, like, a smaller portion. Like, uh, no. Turn and look down at Zeza. And you perceive the flow and ebb of time and space. I don't know, yeah, Ziza kind of looks at this, or looks around and looks at the stream and is just trying to, with his own knowledge of clockwork sorcery and things like that, see if in, in his past, if he can make any connection to kind of his surroundings right now and sure. if there's anything recognizable or... Sure. So as you look into the stream to try to figure out what its nature and what its origins are, I need you to give me a D4 roll, please. Okay. One. Cool. So you get this image of a, like dark kind of a cur like wooden room that like the panels on the walls are like made of like, corrupted wood it's like it's not, it's not no, no straight lines that kind of thing it's like hastily put together like wood paneling sort of thing and there is a large butcher block in the center of the room and there's this short mean looking 
green-skinned woman with like straggly hair and her skin is like is like cracked like it's the middle of winter and she hasn't been hydrating sort of thing and she's wearing a, like a rough hewn crimson cap and a black leather apron with various implements stuck in the pockets and she's wearing like knee-high heavy iron boots that just seem totally out of place with the rest of what she's wearing. And in front of the wooden slab, she has this this gaudily large cleaver, and she is just, like, chopping some sort of... some side of meat in this, like, dreary, dusty, dirty room. And on... You can make out, like a, like, a, like, a meat hook nailed to the wall behind her. And on this meat hook is key looking thing that seems to be seems to be made out of clay but also on like the body of the key the part that you would stick into a lock there are two little eyes that just blink every once in a while and look around the room is it like i'm just seeing this room or is it it's a vision like i'm I'm in the room it's not quite you don't feel like you're in the room but you definitely feel like you are giving perceive me or does she like see me that seeing this no, she doesn't seem to be... Look, if okay. she can see you, she's not paying any attention to you. She's singing this, like, weird, crooked song that has no real distinguishable rhythm or melody, talking about about fishing the fishes from the deep of the murk and uh, that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, so Ziza had stepped up to <clears throat> survey and try to intuit stuff from the stream and the surroundings and lost in concentration for a second and is seeing this and just and then suddenly snaps out of it and stumbles back a couple steps suddenly and is a bit panicked I'll catch Ziza and push him behind me and take my sword at <clears> the <throat> ready Ziza just says I, I saw something I saw this I saw a woman in this dark room she's a hook there was a butcher block she was chopping she was singing there was a key there's uh, there was she was green it was this green skin she's more fey <laughs> just you guys, said, do you guys know this per is this do you know who this is? Maybe that is for. likely the next hag that we need to confront. Probably only Kess could hear this unless somebody's really got good perception. Alara's gonna mumble to herself and say it's like Kelvarix didn't leave. And then out loud she's going to say, Can you distri- describe her again? And I'm, what I'm looking for is, does she, because those hags were supposed to be sisters, does she sound similar to the one we had already encountered? The With hags, sisters does not necessarily mean familial. They are a coven. Oh. Okay. If you say so. Is that where we're headed? Are we going? Could be. Is that yes. our destination? I'm not Was looking forward to it that. An openable portal. I don't know. It, it, it was just like a vision. I could just see it. I, it wasn't. I didn't walk through anything. It was just as I was looking into the stream, and I'll look where he was looking and open the sea invisibility and try to see if there's anything ethereal mm-hmm. going on. So as you do that, Candy, as you commune with the stream and try to glimpse its ethereal nature you are in the middle of a you have this vision you're in the middle of this this long 
murk-covered lake, and dotting kind of the surface of the lake is this are these series of long flat stones. And on one of the stones is uh, again this woman with scraggly hair and a bright red crimson cap squatting like a frog on one of the stones and she has a spear in one hand and she's again mumbling to herself about about the fishies and the fishies that live in the muck and she keeps piercing her spear into the water and on the third or the fourth hit through, struggles to pull something out and grabs with both of her like tenebrous claws into the into the into the spear and pulls it up. And on the end of it is this dripping, rotted leather boot. And her eyes go wide, and this big crooked smile crosses her face, and she's the fishes, and takes this monstrous bite out of the boot and it's so rotten that the leather is like liquid and it pours down her face a little bit as she chews it gleefully fishes the fishes <laughs> and then you come back that was definitely something Did you see it Did you see the butcher that you saw in the room the chopping the no the meat hooks you saw it? she was spear fishing rather inefficiently and she caught a boot that she began to devour. Oh. Yes, turns but to it the two was of you. assuredly a hag. Kes turns to the two of you and says, anything that will help us fight her? It gave no direction. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was just in this, this room. I know she guess all what she looks like, but unless maybe Leon, did, are did you the... able to locate creatures? I am not. Was she fishing in this stream? Was it the silver stream? Could we follow this up or down? Will it think it'll take us somewhere, or do we need to cross? It I don't... was bigger, I believe. Josh, did it appear to be like this kind of crystal clear stream? Or was it more like murky no, muck, like the swamp? It, it was like a. It was not like the swamp that you had been in. It was a larger body of water, but there was definitely this film of green putrid muck on top of it, almost as if a murky lake of some sort. Exxon had been there. <laughs> Wrong. So, do, are we gonna have to try and cross this? To keep on the path? Allow me. You said the stream's only about 10 feet wide? Yeah, 5 or 10 feet wide. Yep. Okay. Is, it's will, not like, is it like rushing, or is it just I moving? will step back. Very placid and calm, in fact. Okay. I will step back about 10 feet and take a <laughs> running start, and I will leap across the river. All right. Okay. Cool. What is your jump distance? If I take a 10-foot start, my jump distance is 16 feet. Cool. You are able to clear it with grace and aplomb. So Candy oh. steps back and just leaps across the river. He goes, I will be right, right back. back. And I'll push ahead a little bit down the path to see if it's leading us towards 
either my vision or if there's any sort of like cool. domicile closer to the hill. We'll get to you in a moment. What about the rest of you? So I'll glance back on my shoulder to Kess and say, I can toss you across. <laughs> Now we're doing I just that in my sleep. I want to get my blood. And rolls, rolls her eyes, and jumps down. Me. Okay. Yes. Ziza looks up at Anand. Can you jump like that? Is there a reason why we're avoiding this stream? I don't trust it. I'm not touching I it. I don't know. I didn't like I went up to it. I saw some weird and stuff. All it was of scary. That. I'm not getting in that. Yes. <laughs> we could try it. I guess we could just cross. It was nice knowing you if you want to try it. <laughs> Anon watches with with trepidation as he sees other people trying to jump across the uh, the stream, and then he will take a a few steps back and prep himself to uh, try to clear the uh, clear the stream. Okay, cool. And I was I I'm assuming that Anon's strength score is over ten. Yeah. Uh, yes. Cool. He's just not graceful. Does it have to be over oh, 10 to cross no, the street? No, no, he's not. It, 10 is safe. So what is your strength score? Nine. Uh, 13. Sorry, nine. Eight. I would give you... So if your strength score is less than 10, then I would give you all a an attempt to jump over it with a dexterity check to see if you can get okay. over it without getting any of the water on you. Okay. Okay. So mine yeah, is 10. Yep. So are you saying then I'll be fine? Okay. You'll be fine. You're fine. Yep. Cass could jump it without even a running start. Yeah. But doesn't bother to do it to show off. Actually takes a running start because she really <laughs> doesn't want yeah, I see Cass like flipping through the air and landing on the other side like in superhero pose. She's so annoyed mm. about the mud on her feet. <laughs> and how bad it smells. I'm... Yeah. That she can't rolled, even show I've off. I rolled a six and I have a plus two, so I have an eight to jump over the stream. You have an eight. Fabulous. Okay. And Ziza? 17. Cool. All right. You're fine. You you land over the side. No worries at all. Zier, uh, so you just land at the edge of the stream on the other side. And so you feel this, for once, this clean water soak into the leather of your boots. And as it touches your skin, you get this vision of, again, this like this huddled, green-skinned, frog-like woman. And this time she is just cackling madly just with this insanely corrupted laughter as there is a wooden bucket in front of her. And this wooden bucket is full of six little, like, rough-hewn carved figurines and the bucket is full of water. She has in her hand this, it's like a marble, and she's rolling it like from the palm of her hand to the tips of her fingertips and as she rolls it back and forth the water level in the bucket rises and falls and every time that the water moves these figurines just they bump into each other and they cross over each other and she's she does it she does it fast and she does it slow and she moves it around her hand as the water level in the bucket kind of playfully like sloshes back and forth and some of them are getting water on them and everything like that and she is just maniacally laughing at the at the fun of playing with the water level in the bucket 
Is there any reflection of that in the space we're in? Is the water rising or falling, anything like that? So it's a vision. So you're not really aware of what's going on in the realm when you're in this vision. It's almost like a complete hallucination. But given what you have already seen in the realm that you're in, there may be some connection. This creature that you're seeing may be able to influence the atmosphere. That would be a reasonable conclusion. So now that everybody is across, Alarai is going to bring up the rear and jump across. Are you trying to catch up with Candy? Mm, catch up? No. I'm interested in keeping him in sight so that if he gets himself into some trouble, I can assist but is he gone like around turns that we can't see him anymore or yeah he has you can see his footprints in the muck but he is not he's not immediately visible Uh, i'm gonna reach down offer my hand to Cass so that she can climb back up Cass looks at you and says my feet are all muddy it's your call stay down but farm girl if you think i haven't dealt with muck before Cass grins and leaps back up hoping Uh. to see further yeah. So as you as you leap up and as you're looking down the path, there are in front of you now on the path two bipedal, taller than usual frogs that and Candy will get to you in just a moment in almost like conquistador style armor with long pikes. So, Avast. Who goes there? Avast. Says Avast. Skeptically. Avast. Indeed. What are you, pirates? We are the inhabitants of the realm, which you certainly are not. Yeah, we didn't ask to visit here. We just appeared. Where are we? You are in a place that Josh didn't think through. Hold on a second. And then Kess deadpans. Nice armor. Indeed. Don't you try to fool me with your wily ways, which... Which, which what? You are in the Chatsville Swamp, and we live here. Who are you? I'm Kess. I was standing in front of a mirror, and the next thing I knew, I was here. What do you think of that? Mirrors don't take you to swamps. Not in my experience. Anyone ever appear here before? No. Outsiders generally are not welcome to our swamp. The one that's doing all the talking looks at his companions and says, Do you trust them? The other one croaks back, I certainly do not. They seem untrustworthy. How often do you see outsiders? Never, because outsiders are not welcome. There's a logical inconsistency in what you just said. Logical? Logi- what? She's trying to confuse us. Which, I say, which? So if you've never seen an outsider, how do you know they're not welcome? Is the rest of the party watching this exchange? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So you have now seen the two, again, bipedal frog creatures wearing conquistador armor with spears. And so now they are like, they are like whispering to each other as Kess lays that. Uh, Candy, as you round a corner, again, you have traveled away from the rest of the party at this point. As you round a corner, you also now see a bipedal frog wearing a conquistador-style breastplate. This one is also wearing a a frilly white collar, but he has, or they have a large pike, and staring at you at the path, says, Avast! Sneaking away from the rest of your party, trying to steal our gold, I see. 
You have gold to steal? That's not the point! And he'll gently poke at you and say, back down the path, I'll back knock with you. This, knock it aside with my great sword. Excuse me, back with you. Why? Because you are not welcome here. Outsiders. Neither are you. I'm from here. Pr- prove it. I'm a frog. That makes no difference. This is our swamp. We have claimed it. This one lays no claim to your swamp. Where is the witch? How do you know about her? The Silver Man. I don't know who that is. Fair enough. Where is the witch? Probably where she lives, but again, what business do you have here? Where? In the lake, but you don't want to go there. Didn't you read the sign? Indeed, which is why we went towards the hill. He'll gently poke at your ribs again. Just knock it aside. Back! Go back! I don't make me don't make me get violent. I will cast green flame blade. A great sword blade just erupts into green fire. I would not recommend doing that again. <laughs> From about 50 or 60 feet away, the rest of the party now sees a faint glow of green light of some sort ahead of you on the path and around a corner, like behind a stand of, of reeds and trees and things. Can we assume that we um, recognize what that would be? Uh, I'm not sure. Have you ever seen I, him I, use green flame blade before? Yes. Could possibly be green flame blade. Kess says, I think Candy's and he's over got there. The Flames on, he might be in trouble. Excuse me, Kess says politely to the frogs. But we need to go over there. And Kess leaps over the frog. Over the frogs. What? Hey! We didn't tell you you could leave! And heads off. I'm just going to push past them and trot towards the flame. Is the witch an ally or a foe? Answer Uh, wisely. The the frog in front of you spits onto the ground and says, We are certainly not aligned with her. She has stolen our swamp. Then we are of a similar purpose. I find that highly unlikely. Assist us and you reclaim your swamp. The rest of you round the corner as as Candy says that, and the two other frogs are now like, picking up the rear behind you, but they are not as fast or fleet of foot as uh, as you all are. And the the other two sort of join with the one in front of Candy, and the three of them start talking. I turn uh, back, I, and I'm like, I see you have recruited the rear guard. Let us go forward to the swamp where the witch lives. Look, look, we can't make that kind of a decision, okay? We, we can't, like, if you, uh, we can't, I start we don't have the authority to make that sort of, but, yeah. Uh, well, who, who makes those decisions? Any. Certainly the Swamp King makes those decisions. Who else? Is that one of these guys? Points I'm behind sure him, point. the other frogs that were behind. Oh, yeah, so that we the first encountered. kind of all gathered together, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Not, none of us are the Swamp King. They, like, they find that, that notion ridiculous. Is he on the hill? He's over here in the swamp? So, do you think oh, Swamp King would candy. give us a reward if we took care of the witch? May we speak with the Swamp King? Well, 
only if he wants to be speaking with you. And he generally does. He might really Would actually want to talk to them. Would you like to case, ask so him? I feel like we could really help you guys out. Fine. I think that would be a perfectly reasonable assumption, a perfectly reasonable question to, to ask. Sure. But you all seem sneaky and shady. So one of us will go and ask the Swamp King while the other two of us stay here with you because we don't trust you. That is acceptable to me. As they start making these terms, Candy will stop and turn around. And if your commander wishes to parlay, then we shall entreat with him for aid. Can we just cut out some time and follow you guys? Like, I, I don't, I think he's gonna want to talk to us. No, that's not. No, we're certainly not gonna show you. We're certainly not going to show you the kingdom. No, we will bring them back here. You see, you sneaky, trying to confuse us. I cast detect thoughts on him. They are the. They're not very smart. <laughs> he detects nothing um, but fluff. Hold me. So I get surface thoughts. So what when he's thinking about the kingdom, yeah. where does his yeah, yeah. mind go? What does he think of? Oh, that's depth that <laughs> this character does not possess. In, in, so when you read his surface thought, the extent of the surface thoughts that you get from them are that they are given a directive without any context or wiggle room. And they are really confused by the fact that you are proposing an alternate and really not sure what to do. So they are instead going to the only voice of authority that they understand. Um, That's like, yeah. So if I dive deeper into his thoughts and memories, he can give me a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. And I am looking for where the Swamp King lives. Let me see or where he could be found right now. Uh, so he will fail the saving throw. They only know of one place that he could be. And again, it is a patch of swamp that looks remarkably like the patch of swamp that you're in right now, but you get the feeling that it's not because like the Swamp King is right here, but it's more because they don't like- The swamp all looks alike. <laughs> the swamp all looks alike, exactly. It's like swamp looks like swamp. Do I get right? a direction or a feeling on that? <laughs> Did the one so did the one frog already leave to go? Or yeah, one, they one all frog kind of one okay. frog skirted off, and two of them. I'll start following the one yeah. frog. Yeah, can Come we just along. go in this direction? Like, I think we've if we just walk this way shortly. The two in front of you will cross their pikes in front of you and say, "No, oh, green okay. fire I'm put my hand on from candy. the blade." I would not. I'm going to put my hand my on Candy way. to try to hold him back just a little bit and say, "Hang on a second. And I'm going to look at the frogs and I'm going to say, come on, guys, it's going to take that much longer for your friend to go there and come back. We can get this all sorted out so much faster if we just all go together and get this all figured out. It's so much it's so much smarter for yeah. us to just go and then you guys will be back here and you can go back to your guard duty or whatever it is you're doing out here catching flies. Yeah, uh, I can assure you guys we don't want the swamp Okay, we're not looking to take this place over or anything. We're just, we're trying to move through. We have our own goal in mind. And again, it seems like we're of similar minds here. We're, we don't like this hag. is a trait of witches. Is there any trait that I could have that you wouldn't say is a trait of witches? Curiosity is a trait right. yep, of that's witches. Good point. Cass just leaps over them and follows the other frog. I hey, missed the step. Hey, hey, hey! What? 
Now they have to decide whether to follow the ones who've already passed them or stay with the ones who are still in front of them to trying to persuade them. Very confusing for them. They're very, they are quite perplexed about what to do here and mumbling about among themselves at this point. I'm going to cast in for all of the far- frogs. Cool. What does the spell do? Hold on. I got it up here. Yeah. Let's see, I weave a stri- distracting string of words causing creatures of your choice. Can, you can see within range. It's range is 60 feet and can hear you to make a wisdom saving throw. Any creature that can't be charmed succeeds Brilliant. in saving throw automatically. It's If you're fighting, it's a uh, advantage. Yeah, they are not immune to charm, which is unusual. We tried pretty hard to charm them or first. Persuade. Yeah. To be said. <laughs> I, I gave uh, you guys all is, the time to try, try the old-fashioned way. What is your spell save? Uh, Negative, it's 15. Yeah. 15. Yeah. Oh, cool. They are they are charmed. So a charmed creature can't attack the charmer or attack the charmer with harmful abilities or magical effects. Weave your words for me, Zir. Oh, but such handsome, strong, intelligent beings such as yourselves will surely understand that taking us to see the king would be just... He would be so proud of you for being so clever in this fashion. And knowing that we could help him, he's liable to give you a reward. He might make you, I don't know, lieutenants or colonels? Make you far more important and and, and he might pay you more too. I think she's right. And one of the, if frogs could blush, one of them is definitely blushing with the thought that you find him handsome. Do they get redder um, or greener when they blush? <laughs> That's a really good question. I don't. They can sure. totally blush. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They start like whispering among themselves that she is right. I think she's right. That we should, that maybe, I think that lieutenant sounds really good. And so. They, they very sheepishly kind of wave you on and they start like moving through the muck, kind of waving you along. And after after a couple minutes, you meet up with Kess and with Candy. And as the two Bullywog kind of walk up to you guys, it's okay, come with us. We think that this is a good idea. And one lets out like a, lar- like a loud croak. And then the third that had skittered off ahead to go ahead and, and find the king comes back and the three of them talk a little bit amongst themselves. And then finally, the one that was blushing says, it's two against one, so we win. And the uh, the other one says, I can't argue with that. But that's, you're correct. It is two against one. And you all with the three uh, begin walking through the muck a little bit. So the nine of you now begin walking down this again beaten path across the across the muck here and again after a little bit one of the uh, one of the bullywogs lets out this this tremendous croak within a, a hovel off to the in like a mound of muck off to the side here two bullywogs holding large leaves like 20 feet in diameter emerge from the muck and produce sort of a canopy in the opening and out walks this fabulously adorned frog with like Lanchconect style audaciously orange and vibrantly blue striped tunic and pantaloons and a large conquistador style helmet where the top looks like a conch shell and they are wearing ribbons and pins and a large 
royal purple sash diagonally across their chest. And uh, he walks out from underneath this canopy of leaves and smells the air deeply and then lets out this tremendous croak in front of the other frogs and they chirpingly croak back at him back and forth and they they seem to be conversing in this way quite a bit in front of you and then finally one of the one of the charmed bullywugs looks at you and says the king of the swamp says he will speak with you awesome thank you and I'm sure I will put in a good word with his majesty on your behalf Oh, and he blushes again. Josh, before we approach the king to speak, I want to cast uh, tongues. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Is there any sort of a check or anything? Or is that just, is that an an auto pass? Do I have any volunteers in the party who would like to do the speaking for us? Probably either myself or Zir. I was going to say, Zir did for you a lesson. He does not the charismatic type of mercenary (laughs) captain. (laughs) I will volunteer. Whoever wanted, whoever wants to do the speaking, approach Anon, and then Anon will cast a spell and then touch the, uh, the I'll character. bow to the bar. That'll give you the ability to understand the target, and then the target can also understand you. So you only need to go through an interpreter. Cool. All right, so Zir, you walk up to who you presume is the Swamp King. And I am going to bow very low to him, his majesty. Greetings, your majesty. And all you hear is... And then the the Swamp King in response again lets out this gigantic ribbit, which Zir you hear as... Greetings, outsider. When do you plan to leave? We will leave as soon as we have accomplished our task. And when will that be? We are here to... Find a witch, a hag. Do you know of such a creature? And when you say that, he will turn to his left and he will spit and he will say, I do. She has stolen my swamp. Would you like your swamp back? Of course. Okay, then. Who wouldn't want such a lovely piece of ground to call home? So here's my... Proposition. We will get rid of the hag if you send us some of your soldiers to assist us, or at least to keep us from being hindered by anything in your lovely swamp. And we will do our very best to remove said hag so that you may have your swamp back. He will put his, like, suckered hand against his chin as if stroking a non-existent beard and when you have disposed of the hag you will leave yes your terms are acceptable on your way and I will recruit okay I'm gonna turn around and tell everybody what I just basically told what we just had our conversation about in common and Kess says to you, can you ask him where to find the hag? Turning back to the King Bullywug, we would need to have a direction to where she is hiding. There was a sign. Yes, but that's fallen down. Is there 
anyone who knows the territory, especially... We live here. We all know the territory particularly well. But I am assuming I that will send... Uh, why I'm don't I send one of the scouts with you to begin so that they can uh, they can escort you to the Murky Lake? Sure, that would be fine. And I'm going to... It's a lovely piece of waterfront property where we summer. And I'll pat <clears throat> the shoulder of the one that's particularly enthralled and say, this fine young example of a soldier deserves a promotion. He has been very helpful. The king will beam brightly and and speak with speak with so. I am proud that you have brought this perceived threat to me. We will have words of your future when when you have returned. And he'll take a pin off of his chest, like a like miscellaneously pin, and he will put it on he'll try to affix it to like the met like he'll take it and slap it against the metal and then it will slide off and an attendant will will scurry over and pick up the pin and hand it back to the king and the king will slap it onto the metal of the breastplate and it will slide off again and they'll, they'll do that three or four times and then finally the king just takes it and says next time and he'll put the pin now covered in muck and mud back on and slightly askew on his tunic Thank you, your majesty. We are honored by your assistance and your help. I will be honored by your departure. And he turns in grandiose fashion on a heel and walks back under the leaf canopy, which has been opened. And as he walks through, the the attendants holding the leaves retreat back into the mud pile and the muck slowly oozes over the leaves, again, sealing off the, the little passageway that the uh, that the king walked down and the you are left with the little scout bullywug that that you went in with and uh, he asked sheepishly how are you going to take care of the hag i mean we've been we've been we've been trying to since she came here she's quite dangerous i wouldn't want well, you to get hurt is the, this back to common yes the bullywug speaks in common yep presumably we will slay her oh that sounds dangerous. When do your soldiers arrive? I am not on the... I do not have my pod on the pulse of the entirety of the soldiery. I've been told to show you to the hag. I don't know, See, but we should... What arrangement for the soldiers? When do we march? I asked him to provide the soldiers, and I think all we're getting is this young frog to help us. I think he was... Ignoring that part of the discussion. I think we will be fine without the candy. But I really that do. was the bargain. You're right. Is the king left the room now? The king has disappeared back into the muck. Any of his We're in the open, is... Yes. <clears throat> is any of his attendants still remaining? Nope, they have retreated into the muck with him. The only one that is left out with you is the, uh, the scout that, that is left with you. Sorry, Ziza, mm. were you talking? Or, okay, yeah, I, I saw your mouth moving. I didn't know if, oh. you, if we couldn't hear you. <laughs> yeah, we're probably okay. Like, you guys already took care of a, a hag before, right? It should be easy. We should be able to do this. She had predeceased our arrival. Oh, like you guys didn't actually kill her? There was no need. Oh, well, maybe that'll happen again. You are quite optimistic. I'm not optimistic about going through that lake. We have to go, that's right. Is it Zira, isn't that what you said? We have to go through the lake now? We have to go to the lake. I, my friend here, Lieutenant Frog, says that he's going to be our guide. Yes. yes. 
quite yeah, good. Diesel looks at, hey man, do you have a, does he have a name specifically? What is the name of our guide? Yes. Sorry, I never did ask uh, your name. What is your name? Was this the one that I had detected thoughts on, or was that the other one? Sure, it's the same one. So I, would I have seen something in his thoughts about that, or what he's called? His name is Botrid. <laughs> B-O-T-R-I-D. And what is your rank, Botrid? We don't have ranks. Which reminds me, what's a lieutenant? It is a rank of nobility and distinction. Well, I'm going to be noble? You're like super close to being the king, probably. Whoa! What? Definitely one of his advisors. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Whoa! The king's going to listen to Botrid? Whoa! Cass looks at you and says, I'm going to listen to Botrid if you'll tell us how to fight the hag. Oh, Let us walk and talk. Did anyone have anything in their visions that would help us with tactics? Says Cass quietly. Cracking her knuckles. How far is it to the lake? Tell you what. What hasn't worked we, when you guys have fought her? We asked her. You asked her. That's good. Good start. Um, we so we asked her if she would leave. That she didn't leave. We told her to leave. Like we told you. So that's why we. That's why we jumped straight from asking to telling you. Alari is quietly holding her. her eyes. She didn't leave. We we offered her gold to her leave, <laughs> and she didn't leave. How much um, gold? Enough? Lots? Okay. I don't know how much... I don't know how much uh, gold we've actually got. Probably not that much. We don't need very much. Is there anything you know about her that can help us? Does she ever go anywhere that we could surprise her? Does she sleep a lot out in the open, hopefully? Does she have a spare boot? She fishes a lot. She fishes a lot. A spare boot. For bait. How would you use a boat? a boot for bait? A, a boot. A boat. Apparently, a boat. she likes them. Yep, you got it. You got it. Where does she fish? Just, is it just right by her where she lives? Oh, in the murky lake. Yeah, beautiful does, piece of lakefront property. Now, this is my question: Does she have any pets or anything? I'm just wondering: Does she keep? Ooh, yeah, good question. Guard dogs or something like that. She does have several several little servants that sort of cater to the things that she needs, but I'm not sure where she gets them. I'm just making sure she doesn't have, like, guard like, kraken or something. Yeah. Would they be, like, would they be watching us? Are they here right now? Dude. What kind of servants? Yes. They kind of they look like you, but but not like you. Like, you you. People, in other words. Yeah! You. Frogs, Frogs but people. No. Yes. No. Yes. You have been fabulously helpful. <gasps> Thanks. Is there anything, besides the swamp, clearly, is there anything like she wants? Do you think there's anything we could give her or trade her for or something? We haven't been able to, so I don't... What do you have? Do you have anything cool? I have six foot of steel. Yeah, that. We have that. Sometimes I mean, it's I green. Don't... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what she'd want with that, but... I don't know, maybe I think I, we've offered her, like... Like... We've offered her like, like buckets, and and 
we offered her a leaf boat, but she didn't want that. She set that on fire. Uh, and then we, leaf boat. Um, let's see, we offered her. Wait, do we need um, a boat for the lake? Yeah. No, I mean, I swim across the lake all the time. Yeah, okay. we don't swim as well as you do. We're going to need a boat. That's true. <laughs> he does. And he points at the turtle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the rest of you, you're not gonna. <laughs> you are so charming and so funny. Can you get us a boat? I could have, but I can't now. Should have asked for that a while ago. Asked, why did you ask the king for? You think I have got boats? Why don't I've, you go like, run and ask the? Why don't you go run and ask the king for a boat? Tell him we need one. It'll make it getting rid of the hag faster. Then we'll be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, I can do that. And you'll be a colonel. Run off. (gasps) What's a colonel? Even better than a lieutenant. All right, so he will will run off back down the path, and maybe a couple hundred yards down sort of the path here, you can see that the the trees and the reeds and everything that you've been walking through start to part, and you can see a larger body of water with, again, this sickeningly green haze just parked over it. And for the first time since you've been here, you can see what looks like what might be like torchlight in the middle of this body of water. So... I got two things out of that conversation. I got a possible boat. I hope it's big enough for all of us. And that she can use fire. Kess looks around at everyone and says, I've been asking and asking. Does anybody have any ideas about how to fight her. Some of you saw visions of her. I just what did you learn about vision, her? She was merely spear fishing. In my vision, she was cackling yeah, over I mean, a bucket mine, she full was just of like water with doing, she was figurines like that things bobbed and the water and hit each I'm, other and floated all over. And it made the water go up. She made the water go up and the water go down. So she had some sort of control over water. And I'm not sure who these figurines are meant to represent. They could be us. They could be her other enemies. I don't know. The only thing that really stands out to me, I remember there was like, there was a key on one of her, one of the meat hooks in the room. It had like eyes in it. I don't know. It was very strange. I don't know how that helps us beat her, but. It sounds important. Yeah, it's, it looked, it looked, it, it at least wasn't a bunch of weird meat and chopping and singing so the proposal that this one makes is that he and Inan would most likely lead the frontal charge allowing Kess and Alari to use their nimbleness to flank and approach from behind Kess nods. Yeah. As does Anon. Yes, you have not on truly seen Zir or yourself in combat. What talents do you have in that vein? Oh yeah, I haven't been in a lot of combat, but again, I could try to I could try to help you guys out by just doing different magic to I don't know, just help you in whatever way I can, or try to keep you guys from being hurt too much, or. 
But do you have? I haven't been in many healing magic. Slightly, not really. I have some stuff that kind of works in that vein, but that was a confusing answer. I agree. Cass turns to you and says, "I miss kills, but it sounds like you might keep me alive." Yeah, I can try to protect you guys as best I can. If we have an opportunity to rest, then this one can more reset his abilities towards combat. Do we have a chance to rest? Like for That depends on you all. So you know that uh, that Botrid has run back, presumably to get a boat. You are within sight of the lake at this point. If you wished to take a short rest here, that would be fine. Maybe an hour. Yeah, at least yeah, with a short it, rest, it, I can get us. The question is how long you want to wait for Botrid, right? Yeah. Question yeah, is how yeah, long the you want to wait for rest, I can get a second level spell slot back. Yeah, I can get a third one back. So yeah, a short rest would be best and use some more time if we have to wait for Botrid. Okay, so we'll say like an hour or so. You're taking a short rest for an hour, so you can regain your spell slots that you're talking about. Arcane recovery is what half your level, and that's rounded down. So I get two levels. Alarai kind of keep watch while this is going on. So as you're keeping watch, again the same thing where you see the water level in the surrounding swamp. You hear this grand sucking sound, and the water level rises again to where it was before. And so the the water at like the edge of the lake gets muddier for a few for a little bit and same kind of things that you've been seeing the entire time there are these mud methods diving in and out of mud puddles there's a patch of of swamp grass with uh, with you can see the butterflies and the moths again that you saw at the very beginning of uh, of your journey through here very and acting very similar to the way that they did uh, before where they're very antagonistic to each other you can the only other thing that you hadn't seen before is Every once in a while, through going into the water of the lake, you'll see these these large serpents like slither out of the mud and into the water and take off to swimming, or emerge from the water and then slither along the mud and the muck of the swamp itself a little bit. That's, what That's I'm the only thing unusual oh. that that you haven't seen before. Yep. I'm just worried she has pets yeah. like that. She points at one of the serpents or other things that live in the water. Yeah, the water that doesn't look is great. That's why the soldiers would have been beneficial. So after your hour, Botrid has not returned. Awesome. <sighs> yeah, ever trust a bullywug. He may have just gotten distracted. Thank you for joining us. This has been Tabletop Journeys. We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. Join us at www.ttjourneys.com, where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and see all the content that we publish beyond the podcast. You can also stay in touch by subscribing to our Twitter, at TT Journeys, by joining our Facebook group, Tabletop Journeys, or by sending an email directly to podcast at ttjourneys.com. And remember, if you want early access to all of our episodes, a chance to drop dice with your favorite hosts, and maybe even appear in one of our actual plays, you can join our Patreon to help support the show at patreon.com forward slash ttjourneys. You're listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or Audible. We would appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast on that platform. Full episodes come out every week on Saturdays, and every Tuesday features our actual play episodes. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our growing community. And in the words of another traveler along our path, we did you shade and sweet water.